Hi, thanks for joining us today. Um, I am so excited to be here with these guys. Uh, we are going to be talking about Pass Creek Mission. It's one of our global missions partners, but it's not very far away. It's not like around the world. In fact, um, I'm here uh, with some friends of mine. I've done uh, some work projects with these guys, and I love these guys. They love the Lord, and they love people, and uh, they've, we've done some work together. We want to share with you specifically um, about Pass Creek Mission in Allen, South Dakota. Uh, it's, a, it's a ministry that's on the Pine Ridge Reservation in South Dakota. But before we jump into that, um, will you guys say who you are and maybe a little bit of your work project um, history, like some of the work you've done. Gene, you haven't actually been on the Pass Creek Mission yet, right? Oh, this will be my first time. So you're going soon. Been uh, kind of out of the game for a little while yeah. and uh, hoping to get back in and, and do some projects. Yeah, just awesome. Where have you been for work projects? Paraguay, a couple times. Uh, it's just fulfilling experience to go somewhere yeah. like that. Yeah, uh, leaves a warm spot in your heart. You get back and reflect on things. Uh, just enjoy it. I can't hardly say enough about it. So yeah, awesome. And Jim, uh, you've been with us from the start on all of these trips to Pass Creek. Right. Yes, that's correct. And how many is this? The one coming up is when? Uh, September 10th. And we'll be out there for a little under a week mm -hmm. is the plan at this point. Um, and uh, so this will be our fifth uh, adventure out there. Yeah. Cool. In 16 months. In 16 months. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we uh, this crew uh, we took a crew out there and um, we um, wow it's like they they were like you guys are amazing you guys get a lot done please come back so they can't, so yeah. so Tim keeps calling us back right so um, to, uh, and Mike what's what's been some of your experiences on uh, work projects um, hungry uh, that's been a number of years back already probably 2008 or something like that. So, yeah. And five trips to uh, Malawi, Africa, and six or seven to Paraguay, and now these five here to uh, South Dakota. And what keeps you coming back? The f it's fun. <laughs> we we have a good time. There's yeah. a, you know there's a lot of ribbing goes on between. Yeah, yeah, I've they, seen that. The boys out there working my, on the my ribs job. hurt every yeah. time we go on one of these trips. And uh, <laughs> we uh, we have a good time always. I think you guys are especially like to rib the pastor. Why is that? I, I don't I don't understand that. Well, low your... hanging fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know you get preached to every week, and so it's uh, mm, this is your chance. It's our just... opportunity. Good. Yeah. yeah okay. Get I get it. A bit of return. <laughs> right. So now you guys mentioned some overseas, uh, Paraguay, Malawi. We've done a lot of of work in some of these other places, but a few years ago we made a conscious decision to open up a new ministry in in South Dakota at the Pine Ridge Reservation. I went out there on my first trip and I um, I met Tim and Kim and I was immediately impressed with um, with our missionaries there that that we support Tim and Kim Wardell. 
and they're doing a, um, an amazing job out there of, of reaching out to the community um, it, there in, in Allen, South Dakota. You guys have met them now too. That I here's here's my thought. I you know a lot of people can't go to Malawi or Paraguay. They don't maybe don't have the time or the finances or for whatever reason. But um, wow, when we're doing a, a mission that's just down the road. Well, I guess it is a little piece of road, isn't it? Little piece, <laughs> fourteen or fifteen hours worth. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, but um, we just opened up. This is a, a fairly new ministry, but quickly we already had had five trips. Um, so you guys were in there from the beginning, and you've met Tim and Kim. What impresses you about Tim and Kim? Um, they're just salt of the earth, uh, loving people. Uh, they just wrap their arms around uh, the Lakota people out there and just truly love the, um, the culture mm -hmm. uh, of those people and the traditions of those people. And they just really want to reach out and, and uh, uh, present uh, Jesus to those people out there and, and uh, help in that, in that community uh, where they can. You know, I love that you mentioned how, how they, um, they love the culture. Because historically, a lot of mission work has been, hey, your culture is, is evil or bad, and you, we need to pull you out of your culture, and you need to be like us. You, we we want to go uh, to these other countries and say, you need to be like us Americans. And, um, and what Tim and Kim have done is like they're validating the Lakota culture. They've been, uh, they've smoked the peace pipe <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the community. They've been in the sweat lodge, which is huge that, that Tim has been invited into the sweat lodge with the, with the leaders of the community. Yep. Uh, that's a big deal. Um, you, you guys remember what they've, they've invited them actually to become part of the Lakota family, and they've given Tim a Lakota name. Right. Do you do you, anybody I don't know what it is? What it is <laughs> great white buffalo. Great great white buffalo. Yeah, uh, Blanco Tatanka, I think. Blanco is, yeah. Tatanka. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so when you say they love the culture, they are fully engaged with the people and living, doing life with them. And what what did Tim, you see? Tim yeah. talks about uh, a mission of presence, mm. just being. Being with the people, yeah, and it's like um, being an example of what Christianity can do for your life. Mm -hmm. And he's him, he and Kim both are very re comfortable in the position they're in. Mm -hmm. So it's not there's a lot of stressful things happening on the reservation, a lot. Like like. Suicides, yeah. um, heavy alcoholism, yeah. drugs, um, any of the bad stuff you can think mm -hmm. of, it's there and yeah. in multiples. Yeah, right. There so, hasn't been a project that we've been on where Tim hasn't gotten a phone call where he's had to go and support a family who's in crisis at that time. This is what you mean by the <clears throat> ministry of presence. Yes. They are present with the people, doing life with the people, engaging in all the difficult stuff with them. A lot of the people that they 
interact with are not necessarily members of the congregation. Mm -hmm. They're members of the reservation, but not of the congregation itself. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's an opportunity for presenting the gospel mm -hmm. in, a, in a little bit different way than maybe it happens elsewhere, but yeah. um, it's a great opportunity. You mentioned suicide. Uh, the The rate of suicide on the reservation is the highest in the in the country, and uh, because the life is so hard there, and um, I don't want to tell too much of their story because uh, Tim and Kim are actually going to come and be with us um, in December on a Sunday morning. They'll be able to share with us and they'll share some of their story, but they have personally experienced suicide in their family while they were on the reservation trying you know working to connect with and love the people a people who have suffered greatly from loss um, and suicide when Jim, when tim and kim experienced that in their own family rather than running from it and leaving which is what all the people thought they would do they stayed and they were taken into this community and really that's something that bonded them even more. Mm -hmm. So this ministry of presence, they are, they are in it for the long haul. And so I love that we can support them. So, um, so what do we do then? We go there to support Tim and Kim in the work that they're doing to engage with the people in a limited way because we're coming and going. But let's talk about some of the things that we'll be doing there and that we have done there um, to uh, be supportive of the ministry that Tim and Kim are doing. Some of the projects? I think our, our first trip, <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been five trips. <laughs> yeah. um, our first trip we went out, um, we did some flooring in a home on the reservation for a, a family. Um, yeah, and he and the the uh, the man of the family. Um, I'm trying to think of his name. Sam. Sam was a <clears throat> was a boxer, and uh, actually uh, was supposed to box at the time Cassius Clay, and uh, which would be everybody would know as Muhammad Ali now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and his parents were afraid and wouldn't sign the consent. He was only 17. He was only 17. Yeah. Wow. But uh, yeah. he is a big, tall uh, presence of a man <laughs> and uh, wears a big, tall cowboy hat yeah. on top of that. So, But a great guy. And uh, so we went into his home and we put some flooring down and, and some new molding and cleaned things up for him a little bit there. Uh, well, on that first trip, we also met David. <clears throat> Uh, Red David Bear, Red Bear, yep. Who is a descendant of Crazy Horse? Crazy Horse, yeah. So that was really interesting talking, yep. talking with him, and yeah, that was uh, during the time we were putting um, a tin roof on, yeah, on a house. Uh, and uh, what else did we do that? We did we start um, the, the site, the log, yeah, the log site, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so. Basically, a lot, a lot of projects to help the people in the community. By doing so, we're helping Tim and Kim to do their ministry of presence. And we're, we're basically coming alongside of them. But in the process, too, we're working hand-in-hand -hand with 
some of the folks in the community, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And I remember, you know, I haven't been on all five trips with you guys, but um, I remember having some deep conversations with with members of the community, people sharing their stories, a lot of tears, mm -hmm. um, a lot of depth of, of sharing. And I'm sure you guys have experienced that as well. Yes. Um, Jim, something really special happened uh, um, with a gift, a special gift that, that our church was given uh, you want to share, you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. We, uh, <clears throat> one of the things that the uh, Lakota do to express uh, their recognition for um, service and uh, fellowship and friendship uh, is to present what is known as a star blanket or quilt. And... Um, we were fortunate enough to receive one of those um, from Tim and Kim uh, for our service in friendship and fellowship with them, you know, on what, like the second trip that I think we went out yeah, there. Yeah, second. <clears throat> um, and there's, there's a long story about where this star blanket came from that would probably take up the rest of the time here, yeah. but uh, um, in, a nutshell. in a nutshell, uh, uh, a fellow who was a skeptic about another white man coming to tell us how to, mm. you know, do this, that, and the other thing in our community, mm -hmm. when Tim first went out there, um, uh, this fellow's heart softened over a period of time with Tim just being uh, persistent as a friend. Uh, with this guy and he says well he says you know if you really are of your word I have some things that need to be done around my house and uh, within a month Tim had a crew of people out there at that guy's house uh, working and fixing up his house and everything else and, and the very end of that was a very emotional thing because this is a piece of land that his ancestors have owned for generations and uh, so one of the uh, most significant things that can be done in a circumstance like that for the Lakota is to give you a piece of their land. So for all the people that had worked on his house, he had filled a coffee can with dirt from the property and then planted a pine seed in it from the big pine tree that had been there for generations and presented it to each one of those people that had worked on the property there. Mm -hmm. So pretty significant breakthrough yeah. um, from that into the community. And, and that person happened to be a big community leader yeah. at the time. Um, he has since passed, unfortunately. But uh, uh, he was the one that was able to open some doors for Tim and Kim and, and really uh, make a difference in, in that community. And what led to those doors opening was that group of people going and working and showing the love of Jesus to this man uh, to the point where it meant so much to him that he gave them a, a plant, a, a, a coffee can filled with dirt with a seed, uh, a seed had been planted. So, I mean, it's not just fixing things, is it? No, it's not. It's not just working <clears throat> on, on a building. It's, it's building relationships. And we're building those relationships, but even more importantly, we're helping Tim and Kim on their behalf to build, to build into this community. Right. 
the encouragement that we're able to offer to them is uh, you can see it in their faces and hear it mm -hmm. in their voices when you're talking to them and around them as they really feel. Uh, especially, not so much the first time we were there, but the, the following times. Mm -hmm. He gets right into the ribbing sessions. And he's, uh, yeah. he's he considers us, and we consider him a good friend. Yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. Uh, almost family. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I I know what happens. On you get up early, you get the coffee going. Tim shows up around the table. Yep. And there's storytelling time around the table, and there's bonding time around the table. Mm -hmm. That's where I began to first really like understand the heart of Tim and Kim didn't have as much time with Kim as we did with Tim um, but you you get a heart you get an idea a little bit of like what their heart for the people and some of the stories oh my gosh the stories Tim tells about um, how they are connecting with the folks there it's um, it's beautiful but like you said Mike there's a there's a lot of despair in that community and um, we have the opportunity to bring some hope into a, a life that is filled with a lot of negative, a lot of despair. A lot of uh, crosses along the road where there's accidents where people have been killed. They do yeah. the same type of thing that they do elsewhere in the United States where, you know, they make a small monument yeah. um, just for memory. And, well, you don't go very far down the road and you're, yeah. there's another one and another one and another one. And yeah. most of it's car accident um, type of not with another car either, just yeah. run off the road type. It's rough, rough country. Well, I think that's a, a beautiful picture. I'm glad you told that story, Jim, about the coffee cans because I think, um, you know, what, do you remember his name? Uh, jo John. John. Um, well, John. John's good enough. Yeah. But John planted, gave some of his dirt from his land and planted a seed in it and gave it to that work crew and that's really what we're doing is when we go there we're planting seeds uh, we're planting seeds of love and hope for people who desperately need that and I'm excited that I wish I could go back again I'm not going to make it on this next trip but Gene this will be your first trip my first time who Looking invited you to it who invited you uh, Mike Hess probably yeah as yeah. much as anybody kind of kept me informed about what was going on and Kept me feeling like, you know, hey, get back here and get back in the game. Yeah, awesome. And uh, so that was that was good. Well, maybe you're listening in and um, maybe you're feeling like Gene, like it's time for you to get back in the game too. So uh, if you want to get involved, um, let us know. Uh, call the church office um, and uh, reach out to us. We'd love to tell you more about the, the mission and what we're doing. And hopefully this has uh, created some, some interest for it's, it's others. It's not something that you have to have a real um, amazing skill at doing. Mm -hmm. Where's, like me, I'm a laborer. Yeah. I, you know, I, I can be taught regardless of what some of these guys say. <laughs> but I've seen uh, it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's something for everyone to do. Yeah. We even need a cook once in a while. Oh, right. that's actually a key role in this. Yeah, if you're if you're a cook and you want to come um, uh, along, you'd be uh, you'd be the most valued team member, I think, because because we get hungry when we're working hard, right? 
Okay, well, thanks for listening in with us. Any final comment, guys? Nope, I would just say um, if you really wanted to have a truly fulfilling experience, regardless of whether you go to Pass Creek or Paraguay or Malawi or wherever, um, just set your heart to it and, yeah. and go. Yeah. Uh, get out there and be the hands and feet of God. Yeah. And, and show the rest of the world and the community uh, what that's all about. Yeah. And it's, it's just very fulfilling and heartwarming to uh, be able to serve in that capacity. That's awesome, Jim. I'm glad you mentioned that word go. In fact, we're in a series now um, about Jonah. And uh, in twice in that, in those four chapters, I see this message from God. First, he said, get up and go. But Jonah didn't. <laughs> and that caused a lot of problems. Finally, then, in chapter 3 again, the second time, he gets a second chance, and God tells him, get up and go. And uh, Jonah finally does. And maybe you're hearing that today, too, uh, this, this call to get up and go. Like you said, Mike, maybe it's Malawi, maybe it's Paraguay, maybe it's Pass Creek, maybe it's helping out right here in our own community, uh, maybe it's walking across the street right, to talk to your neighbor. Whatever it is that God is, is calling you to, to do, let's do it. Let's get up and go. Amen? Amen. 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 All right. Thanks for joining us today.